ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show on the official podcast Pro Wrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here to talk about WWE, Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT, the Elimination Chamber that happened this past Sunday, and absolutely nothing about Fastlane. Nothing? Right. Not at all? Maybe, maybe a little bit. I mean, they're kind of setting up for it, so we kind of have to, I feel like. Yeah, I guess. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Hey, everybody, and we're, of course, joined as always by you out there in Internet Land, because we're streaming live right now over Mixler.com slash Zonecast. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. It, no, it's, it's Mixler.com slash Zonecast. I, I'm telling you, we need to buy that domain. We do, we really do, but until we do that, uh, check us out there, we're monitoring our chat and our Twitter at the Heel Turn, so send us your questions and your comments and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen? Yes. What's up? Not too much. Yeah, me neither. Just chilling. I mean, it's almost Oscar time. It is almost Oscar time. It's next Sunday, not this Sunday. Whoa. I'm gearing up for that, which means, because it's two weeks away, that means I'm going to start watching the best pictures, which I've seen zero of. I'm not even exactly sure what's nominated. Uh, how about a little Hacksaw Ridge? Nope. What's that? Mel Gibson War Movie. Uh, huh. There's a Hell or High Water. Cowboys. Okay. I like, uh, I like Cowboys in Theory. Fences. I do, I, I do like Fences. I, I didn't see the movie, but I, I liked that play when I read it in high school. Oh, Denzel Washington's in it, so it's got to be good. He directed it, too, didn't he? I'm not sure. I am not sure. Anyway. How, how about uh, La La Land? That's nominated. I hear that is a good movie from I'm my saying, mom. I'm seeing it this Saturday, so I will let you know next week. Woohoo. Uh, let's see, what else is nominated? I, I don't have the list in front of me, so I'm just trying to... Thing off the top of my head. Uh, Hidden Figures? Yeah, that one. Yes. Heard yeah, that movie's Hidden, good, too. Hidden Fences, everyone's favorite movie. Yes, Hidden Fences, of course. Um, there's other ones, too. I don't need to go through the whole And some other list. stuff. Yeah, but I'll have seen four of them by next week, so I'll let you know how they are. The Batman versus Superman. Oh, I saw the Lego Batman movie. Oh, how was that? Uh, it was great, except for the part where my ticket said the movie started at 7.50, and then it started at 7.10, and I missed the beginning of it. That's pretty bad. Yeah, but at least I didn't miss too much of it because of previews, but still, I missed a good chunk of it. Yeah, that's still not so good. Oh, well, I'm, I liked what I saw, and I'm going to get it on the Blu-rays when it comes out. Oh, good. It's very funny. Also, Happy ending for everyone involved. Also... A uh, little bit of a spoiler. Are you going to see it? Yeah, I'll see it, but I mean, I you know, whatever. It's a fucking it's not... Lego movie. Let me give you a little bit of a spoiler, then. It pretty much turns into Lego Dimensions. Huh, okay. Which is, which is why I love this movie. Okay, I can get behind that. Uh, that's, all, that's all I will say, so go, go watch it. It's very good. And I, I like the Batman, if you didn't know. The Batman is a cool guy. I mean, he's kind of a dick, but whatever. His parents are dead and he doesn't afraid of anything. I mean, he does afraid of one thing. His parents being dead. Well, the, the, him being afraid of one thing is kind of the plot of the movie, so I'll leave that up to you to watch it. Commitment. 
spoilers, no shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the spoilers. I the, I know. I saw the preview. I saw the trailer. Yes, <laughs> they they say it in the trailer. It's, that is true. So, anything else going on with you before we get into the wrestle talks? Not much, man. Uh, want to play some video games and play some video games. Want to do some writing. I did some writing. You can read it over prowrestling.cool. That's true. You actually did write stuff, and it's very good. Well, thank you. You're welcome. That's that's why I pushed you to, to do write your about last night's, because, spoilers, you're actually a good writer. You're better than me, because I just make stupid gifts. Stupid, my whole g- stupid gifts make the world go round, though. I know. I mean, that that's why I cover up my bad writing. With like, gotta make those Tumblr gifts. billions. We'll work on that. Raymanreigns.tumblr.com. God yes. I'm, God yes, I'm, please. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I, d- d- yes, do it. I mean, but people were pointing out because I I posted it on Twitter that I posted a picture of Roman Reigns where I photoshopped out his arms. And they're like, you know, it doesn't have legs either, right? And I'm like, that's too much work. Because then I got to do the ropes and everything. That's it's a pain in the ass. It's too 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 difficult to do. You think it's fine just doing the arms? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Well, I, I might get you on it if I fail to do legs. Huzzah! Stupid joke. John, Stupid jokes are the best jokes. Want to get into wrestling news? Yeah, let's do it. So here comes the jingle. Hey, John. Oh, and we need to talk about the most important news of all. Um. Hold on, wait, I know this. Raw is still three hours. Yes, that, that is a thing that is bad and sucks, but not what I was thinking of, honestly. Well, I mean, bad and sucks seems to be all the wrestling news, so what, what you got? Oh, and what is today's date? Uh, it's February 15th. What was supposed to happen on February 15th? Um, discount chocolate. Oh, and it is February fifteenth, and Lucha Underground is still not on Netflix. What the fuck? Well, that's because when they said they had a deal with Netflix, they meant they had a uh, a deal in quotation marks with Netflix, a hypothetical deal. I don't know, dude. We were told February fifteenth would be day. Oh yeah, season one and two. All they're all gonna be on a on a Netflix. There, I was all hyped. I was gonna watch some Lucha Underground. I was gonna write about some Lucha Underground. It was gonna be great. Lucha Underground is not on Netflix. What the fuck? Um, have you checked Mexican Netflix? I have not checked Mexican Netflix, nor have I checked Canadian Netflix. Well, Canadian Netflix doesn't have anything, so no, they probably don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Lucha Underground's not good at making deals. No! Ah! But th- didn't they say it's going to come eventually? Like in the spring? I don't know. Big window. Spring is a big window. The worst. Hey, John, we don't even know if it's coming back for another season. We know it. Well, yeah, we don't know if it's coming back for another season. Yeah. I mean, they filmed it, but this doesn't mean they're going to air it. Oh, they're going to air the rest of season three. No, they're going to put it on Netflix. They are absolutely 100% going to air the rest of season three. Now, are they going to do a season four? I don't know about that one. Nope, not going to happen. Sorry. 
they they'll probably do before they do a season four of Lucha Underground. They probably would do a TNA spinoff of the Hardys. I mean, are you trying to suggest that you would not watch a TNA spinoff of the Hardys of no, them saying, te- no, of I'm them teleporting that. and going to various places and and being cool? No, I'm saying that's a better idea than another season of Lucha Underground. No, because I feel like the correct answer is we get both and everybody's happy and everybody God, there's wins. too much wrestling already. We don't need more. So we just get rid of some of the other wrestling. Like and what? Keep the good, well, I mean, we clearly don't need Impact if we have the Hardy show. Um, no, I mean, I mean, Anthem wants their Impact with their Owl. That's true. I'm just saying, we clearly don't need that. Uh, we probably don't need... Well, I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff we don't need. Don't, don't say we don't need Live. We need 205 Live, because the Cruiserweights actually get to do shit on that show. Unlike Raw. I mean, they, they get slightly better reactions, because the crowd actually is didn't sit through three hours of Raw, but I digress. Anyway. Yeah. Do you have actual news? I just wanted to bitch about Lucha Underground not being on Netflix yet for a second. I do have actual news, John. Well, then why don't you tell me it? Uh, WWE Hall of Fame is coming up. Oh, ho. Oddly, is on the Friday instead of the Saturday. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting and cool that they moved to the Friday, so now NXT is going to get the Saturday show. I think that's great. Makes sense. Totally makes sense. But uh, they announced another entrant into the Hall of Fame. Oh, is that so? I mean, we didn't talk about the entrant that uh, was announced last week, because who gives a shit about the Rock and Roll Express? I give a shit about the Rock and Roll Express! Then why didn't you bring it up last week? Because I forgot. Exactly. But we can't forget about Teddy Long! Holla, holla, holla. Greatest SmackDown general manager of all time. The master of the tag team match. I'm pretty excited for this. Nobody on... Nobody on the announced teams of Raw or SmackDown currently know what the hell Teddy Long's gimmick was. Since they made a big... They said, oh, like, Teddy Long, we're going to have a handicap match on Raw. Like, what? That's not how that works. Yep, no. But it's Stephanie, so whatever. And then when they announced the triple threat for SmackDown, JBL's like, ah, it's like Teddy Long. It's like, no, he didn't do that one either. It's tag team matches. Anyway, WWE put out a good video package. It's just Teddy Long dancing most of the time. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty holla. Pretty holla indeed. I'm just curious if he is going to make a tag team match during the induction speech. I'm going with yes. I mean, didn't Mick Foley have a match during his? Yeah. So anything's possible. And he had Santa Claus. That's right, that did happen. I just imagine it was the uh, Master Square Garden was very hot that night, and I just had a fever dream. I mean, but... you did, but Santa Claus was also totally there. Okay. Well, I thought McFoley was Santa Claus. So how were they in the same room at the same time? History's mysteries, dog. Fair enough. But congratulations, Teddy Long. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. And he deserves to be. He does. 
a certain a certain other wrestling writer on the internet was complaining that Teddy Long was in the in the Hall of Fame before John Laurinaitis, and I just like to use my platform right now to tell them that they need to go call five five five. Come on now. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about, but whoever it is is a stupid idiot. Oh yes, you do. No, I mean I don't. Wink, wink. I have no idea who you're talking about. We all know who I'm talking about. And yes, nope. they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. Fair enough. You'll turn. You'll turn. Anyway, uh, what else is news? <laughs> HBO's in the news. Oh, really? They make more stuff than uh, the John Oliver show. I hear that they, they have some taxicab confessions. Something like that. But they're also making a documentary about Andre the Giant with WWE. Is it with the Larry David? No. It's not with the Larry David. It's with uh, someone else who should burn in hell, uh, Bill Simmons. Oh, man. <laughs> what? Are you going to defend Bill Simmons? No. Damn right you're not. No, sucks. I'm absolutely not going to defend Bill Simmons. Just, wow, okay. Remember when he had a show and then they went, that was a mistake. Yeah, that show really was a mistake. Yep. So, yeah, he's going to do a... Uh, at least he's a wrestling fan, so at least he'll get the wrestling part right. So, yeah, they work on this documentary, and something very interesting about this, though, John. 30 for 30. What? No, it's well, not 30 for 30. It's, it's not ESPN. Well, it's yeah, I know, but it's Bill Simmons doing 30 for 30. True, but John, here's the interesting thing about this is. What's that? You can't do an Andre the Giant documentary without Hulk Hogan. It's true. You can't. This will be the first time WWE is working with Hulk Hogan since he talked about his dick. Yeah, it's true. Well, no, they've, they've been working with him since he talked about his dick. It's just not since he also said who he doesn't like his daughter sleeping with. Uh, I, excuse me, I meant when he talked about Terry Bollea and Hulk Hogan's dicks. Right, that one. There you go. Completely different. Completely different. Oh boy, how's Walker doing? Um, I mean, they end up settling with him for like thirty million or something. Aren't they dead now? No, they're completely dead. Yep. <laughs> Rest in peace. Thanks, Hogan. Moto Media Group seems to be doing all right, though. Who's that? The, the what came out of Gawker, the Univision stuff. Is it all in Spanish? No, it's not. That's weird. fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you. You'll turn. turn. What else is in the news? I have no idea. You tell me. Well, give me a second. What about Brock Lesnar? He's a guy. He's also retired from MMA. Again. Oh, really? The man who had to use steroids in his last match is never going to have another MMA match again, huh? Weird. Really? The guy who's banned from doing MMA for like a year or something? He's like, yeah, it's too long. I, I quit. He has a loophole. If he retires and then he unretires, he can fight again. They'll, they'll consider him like a newcomer or something. <laughs> Remember that worked out last time with the testing? Yeah. Uh, sure did. 
I just wanted to point out it's stupid. Who cares about his MMA? He's doing fine in wrestling. Uh, speaking of retirements, uh, everyone's favorite Total Diva, Rosa Mendez, retired from the ring. What? I can't believe it! We're never going to get more Rosa Mendez? Uh, nope. This is a disaster. I wonder if she'll still be on Total Diva, so. I mean, I'd assume not. But who knows? Well, I mean, she'll probably, maybe the retirement will be part of her uh, farewell on the show. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. I wonder how they dealt with Paige, because I don't watch Total Divas. I wonder how they dealt with that shit. I think they're still dealing with it. I think we're all still dealing with it, to be honest. Oh, no, we definitely are. Some scars will never heal, I'm just saying. Man. Can't wait for that movie, though. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, The Rock is going to play as a coked-up uh, Del Rio. It's going to be amazing. Didn't they announce that, like, they have some fucking, like, made some crazy fucking casting choice for this thing? I haven't heard anything. Have What have you heard? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna look this up because it might be a rumor, but, like, it, it was some weird thing that I heard that they made, like, a fucking crazy casting choice. It's like, what? Who's playing Del Rio? Is that's it a, The Rock? That's a really good question. I need to know, John. Is The Rock playing Del Rio? I don't will, think they've announced who's going to play Del Rio yet, and but... And will he constantly have white powder on his nose? Right, here it is. Pero. Fucking, fucking, apparently Vince Vaughn is gonna play Jake the Snake. Why is Jake the Snake in this? I don't know! Super Bowl Saturday? Is, like, Vince Vaughn just going to be, like, crazy drunk, getting the shit beat out of him by Stone Cold Steve Austin? All right, here's an important question. Is Stone Cold Steve Austin going to be in this movie? Is Owen Wilson playing Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, God, what if Owen Wilson was playing Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, man. I want this movie now. John? The bat's, now, that's the bottom line, because I got my weird broken nose. Well, shit, no, that... Obviously, he's going to play Triple H then. Oh, shit, you're right. Man, actually, uh, Owen Wilson would be a pretty good Triple H, not going right? to lie. Right? Man, all right. Who's going to play Vince? The Rock. Yeah, okay. I can say it. It'd be super weird, but I can say it. I mean, it would basically be the same thing as playing Del Rio, a whole lot of cocaine. What if he plays both? Oh my god, yes. Oh man. I've waited to this stupid movie. So Hollywood people, if you're listening to us, please write down these names, make some phone calls, and make it happen. Do it! Uh, speaking of uh, the McMahons, did you hear about Linda? Yeah, I did. Uh, I saw the picture of all the McMahons in the Triple H at the, at the White House, and I went... This is our fucking world now. Yeah, people. if people live under a rock, she's been confirmed as the head of the Small Business Administration. 81 to 17. Bunch of, bunch of marks. Fucking marks. But, uh... A lot I of do, them. I do like the stupid meme everyone's stealing online. Where they're like... They show the picture of them all in the White House with the... Uh, with President Idiot. 
And you're like, 46% of the people in this photo have received Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> that actually is a very good meme. Yes, and my reply is, when's the rest of them going to get one? That's a very good question. We need, we, need, we need Stone Cold to bust into the White House and just start stunnering Secret Service people. It's time to play the game. I mean, that's how you can set up Triple H versus Steve Austin. If you want to do that at WrestleMania 34. It's true. Saying just have have Triple H defend the president. Have, have the president in his corner. The ultimate heel maneuver. <laughs> right? Man. I'm telling you, it's been, it's been a while since we've had him in a WrestleMania. When was the last one? 23? Shit, they should do it this year, then. Celebrate 10 years. <laughs> Hell yeah. In conclusion, this is our world now. Yep, everything's on fire. Including wrestling! Speaking of everything being on fire, John, I didn't write this down, but did you see what happened on Monday backstage? No. Everyone's favorite former Divas champion, Kelly Kelly, was there. uh, Okay. Cool. And she did a WWE.com exclusive interview. She was talking about how great it is to see all her friends. And then the reports came in. And rumor has it that she signed a deal. Uh Uh-oh. For three years. Uh, Okay. And she's going to report to the Performance Center. Okay. John, if you thought the women's division on Raw couldn't get any worse, you were wrong. So, ex- explain to me what makes Kelly Kelly so bad. John, I, just... I don't know anything about Kelly Kelly aside from her right. existence. You could just Google Kelly Kelly run the ropes and see a bunch of gifs of her trying to run the ropes very poorly. Like, very, very poorly. Like, Eva Marie can run the ropes better than she can. Maybe she became an indie workhorse. No, she hasn't. She's been on reality TV shows. Oh. That's why she's going to the performance center to remember how to do the the basics. Oh. Yeah. Watch me jinx myself. She's going to be on SmackDown. So well, there you go. I'm so goddamn angry. Yeah. But really, she would fit more in Raw. That's where all the terrible wrestlers are. Yeah, but I mean, you know, all the the up and comers that are trying to get their spot back. I mean, she would go perfect with Mickey James. They could all team up and have a have a thing. No, she'd go in Raw and win the women's title on on the TV show, and then lose it at the pay per view. No, that's okay. I know I have no idea what you're talking about. That's that's not something that happens. That's not a thing that's been happening for the past year. Nope, sure hasn't. Do you, do you want to end on a really dour note for our news? You mean we don't always? I mean, do you want to again? So we can. Do I have on? a choice? No, you don't. Then let's do it. Chavo Classic died. Yeah, he did. He was 68. Which is an older age, but still, it's Chava Classic. I know. And on Raw, they didn't mention him at all on the program, aside from the opening picture. Yeah, which, uh, I don't know. No video package. I, was a little, I thought that was a little weird. 
because WWE don't give a shit about the Guerreros. Oh, you know, you know this. Give a shit about one Guerrero. Yeah, the one that Randy Orton said is burning in hell. It's such a fucking great promo. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. That is just the worst. It's amazing. He's a heel. He's got to do his heel shit. But still, it was very close to what after it happened that he said this. Yeah, because he doesn't give a fuck. You mean the writers don't give a fuck? Yeah. And by the writers, I mean Vince. Again? Yep. What's the problem here? But yeah. You know when he got a, a Metro on the TVs? When's that? 205 Live. Oh. Well, you know why? Because Mara. Well, yes, but also because he is the oldest WWE Cruiserweight Champion ever. Oh, you're right. True. I always forget about that. Oh, it's the best. I am I could not believe it when he won that belt in that... It was, I think it was a triple threat match. It was either that or a handicap match, but... Point is, he won... He won. And he was the greatest cruiserweight champion ever. Still to this day. That's it for news. You got anything else? Nah, man. Lucha Underground is still not on Netflix as we speak. That is unfortunate. Fuck everything. Would you like to hear about the Elimination Chamber? That was a good pay-per-view. I watched it. Oh, good. You did watch it. You got to see, you got to see a little taste of the blue side. I mean, I, it's not really a taste, considering that I watch SmackDown intermittently, but, you know. That's fair, because you want to see how Dancing Green are on the other side of the gra- of the fence. Yeah, it's called I Want to Watch the Show That Actually Seems Decent and was the one that I wanted to watch in the first place, but you were like, Oh, I want to be the SmackDown editor. Uh, I like the SmackDowns. I actually watched it before the brand split. Remember that? Remember I was like, oh, let me tell you what happened on SmackDown. Not much, but I liked it. And you're like, why are you wasting your time? It's just a raw replay. Bye. I mean, it was a raw replay. I didn't want to watch the raw, so I wanted to watch the two-hour show. And now the two-hour show is the best show. Because you took away main event from me, and I'm still sad about it. But uh, the Elimination Chamber was a good pay-per-view. If you read my review over at ProWrestling.Cool, I gave it one thumb up, which is good. There were some parts that were like, whatever. And then there was Randy Orton and Luke Harper that was like, holy shit, this is way better than it has any absolute right to be. What are you talking about? Randy Orton's been great. I'm not saying it like Randy Orton has been great and that they're both not awesome. I'm saying like, holy shit, that match was incredible. Well, see, this is what happens when SmackDown actually uses the three hours they're given. Instead of going two and a half and then leaving the other half hour to Talking Smack. Did you notice that, that the pay-per-view actually went over three hours? Yes, I did. It's because they gave the wrestlers time. And you, you know who else they gave time to? The three women's matches, which were all on the main card. They were. And they were each different and great. There was not a single. There was not a pre-show match, was there? Oh, there was. Oh right, yeah, it was that stupid fucking 
Mojo versus best Car- friends of best friends of fucking Zack Ryder must fight. Yes, to prove so which is the best friend of Zack Ryder. The, the mega powers exploded all over my face. Gross. Yeah, that's why I gave it two thumbs in the middle. It was fine. It was a pre-show match, and also Mojo Raleigh's is fun. Is he? Yeah. Is like, he? Yes, I like Mojo Raleigh. I like Do him in this. You... I like him in his position where he's not, you know, taking up a main spot. He's just on the side. and He's fun to watch. Okay. I can appreciate that. I can also appreciate uh, Becky Lynch and Mickey James having a good match. How did you feel about the finish? Oh, it was alright. Which was Becky Lynch caught Mickey off guard and rolled her up for a three count. You know, could have been a could have been a stronger finish, but you know, I thought it was oh, fine. I liked it because it made it didn't make Mickey look too weak. No, know? because spoilers, we may need a heel challenger for. The WrestleMania that's coming up. True that. And I think Mickey James would be the ideal person if they keep going in this direction. Which uh, we'll speak about that match too. We'll talk about the the women's championship match, which was Naomi against Alexa Bliss, which was. Uh, I thought it was fine. fine. I thought it was sloppy. It was a little sloppy. I don't think these two had very good chemistry, and Naomi's not as good as she thinks she is. It also doesn't help that apparently Naomi fucking hurt herself in her entrance, which, whoops-a-daisy. Yeah, she mentioned out SmackDown. That's why, in my about last night, which you can read at ProWrestling.Cool, I titled that that uh, section Naomi Balor. <sighs> wow. What? She won the championship and she got hurt. I call them like I see them, John. Bring it to the floor. And then I injured myself, there. whoops. I did stay there. Stay there on the floor. Speaking of staying on the floor... I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, though. When I was watching that entrance, I was thinking about how, like, I used to fucking, like, do knee slides all the time when I was in high school, and now, like, my knees hurt and shit, and I feel like probably I fucked something up there, and it's like, damn, it's so impressive how she gets all that, like, slide on there. It's great, like, how she doesn't fucking hurt herself like that. And apparently she hurt herself, so whoopsies! Yeah. Maybe she wear she wear knee pads or stretch more. I don't know. Bring it to the floor and then stay there. Thanks for let me set up this segue again. Because John, speaking of staying on the floor, Nikki Bella versus Natalia. Yeah. And ended in a double countout. Yeah. John, John, I fucking loved it. I I don't get this, but okay. I loved it because it's perfect. These two just beat the shit out of each other, and this was... I'm going to say it. I think this was Nikki's best match in WWE. Yeah, she pulled out some moves. Everything looked intense. She took some crazy spots, considering her neck's all hurt. And she's got to, like, turn to a part-timer due to it. This was excellent. All right, then. And I like that it ended in a double count-out, because... You want to know something, John? After Elimination Chamber, they had... Seven SmackDowns until WrestleMania, so let's fill time instead of just dragging things out for seven weeks. Which is what they did on SmackDown this week. And I actually think in my review, I predicted what they were going to do. So, good. We'll talk about that later. 
Um, Tag Team Turmoil happened as well. It did. Like the American Alphas retaining their belts. They sure did. They were like, we're the WrestleMans, we're the Ready, Will, and Gables. But at least it showcased that the Heath Slater and Ryder are still over, which is good. I mean, they're never on TV. He still has kids. Yeah, he needs his job. Rizango showed that they're still the best, and I wish they would use them more. Did you see tickets the part? Plenty. Did you see the part where he made it rain the tickets? Yes, of course. How could I not? That's so good. How could I not? I love these two. I, I wish they had a secondary show that they could be on. The Vaude villains are still god awful. Are they really that bad, or is it just who cares? That's more so. It's just who cares. That's kind of more how I felt watching it. It's like, you know, oh, yep, the Vaude villains, and yep, who cares? The USOs are still the only legitimate threat to the American Alpha. But the Ascension are starting to rise. I've heard this about them. They I actually, heard this is a thing they like to do. They had some near falls that were very exciting. They somehow made me think that the, the Ascension could possibly win the tag titles, and then they didn't. Well, that might have been a little, you know, hasty there. I don't care. I was excited. I wanted to see it happen. Because they're trying to build them back up as, hey, remember they were the longest reigning NXT Tag Team Champions and they were dominant as fuck? I do. But they're saying that, like, they're saying, do you remember that? Because now we suddenly remember it, and we're going to make them look like a legit threat. So, good good for them. I'm, I like the Ascension. I want them to not be garbage. We have the villains to do that now. Oh, man. He'll turn. I'm not going to talk about Kalisto and Apollo Crews beating Dolph Ziggler. That was a shitty match, and yeah. also, like... Sure. That was terrible. Completely ill-conceived. Yep, nothing was good about that. Don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't understand why anybody thought any of that was in any way remotely a good idea. Uh, no, no. At least they kind of fixed it on the SmackDown this week. Did they? Well, uh, they there's a segment where Dolph Ziggler actually... Explain motivations for why he does what he does. I no, like, I, I, I know that, but, like, I don't know that I really call that fixing it. Well, I mean, it's, it's a loose loose term. They made it seem like it had direction, even if that direction was not good. But you know what was good, John? What's that, Owen? The main event, the Elimination Chamber. That was all right. I mean, there were some bad parts. Like, the fact that Baron Corbin got rolled up like a bitch. I didn't even mind that part so much. I I like that Dean Ambrose got murdered afterward. Yeah, I like that part. I like the part where The Miz rolled him up and got to look like the the biggest dickbag on the planet because he's The Miz. He didn't roll him up. He was just unconscious, so he just pinned him. You know what I meant. I'm just saying, it was Dean Ambrose that did the roll-up. The Miz just picked the bones at the end. Because he's a cool guy. Yeah, until he just got defeated unceremoniously. Like a cool guy. Like, I don't even remember how he got defeated. That's how bad uh, it was. 
you know, he no, he got defeated a cool way, man. Like, remember, he hit the skull crushing finale on Bray Wyatt on the outside, and that was dope. And he went up to the top rope, and he was uh, doing, he was gonna do like the diving fucking uh, missile drop kick, like uh, Dan, Br- Dan Bryan. Yeah, he got caught in the AA. Oh, okay. That's yeah, fun. come on, that was pretty cool. But then the, the final three was the best part. Because oh yeah, completely. Bray Wyatt. Hit the sister Abigail, hit one sister Abigail on both John Cena and AJ Styles, and pinned them both clean. Hell yeah, that's how you set up a finisher to be devastating, and that's how you build a champion to look strong. Some shit right there. Ray Wyatt's going to WrestleMania to fight Randy Orton. Except, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that. Oh, let's just talk about it now. No, I want to save it. I want. I want to hear about Raw now. No, let's just talk about it now because it's cool. What about it? It's Bray Wyatt or Randy Orton's like, I ain't gonna fight you, Doug. I mean, why would he fight his master? You're my master. I'm the servant. I I live to obey you. So you know what happens now? Not Bray Wyatt has to send Randy Orton out and break people's arms. Okay. And then eventually, eventually breaks Bray Wyatt's arm. Okay. I, I didn't know that Randy Orton had the ability to break arms. I mean, everyone has the ability to break arms if they try hard enough. Yeah, but, you know, I feel like you have to have some, like, good skeleton ninja training to get, like, really good at breaking arms. Have you seen his tattoos? There's just skulls and snake men. Yeah, skulls. Exactly doesn't mean he's good at breaking arms it just means he's good at collecting heads well he may come to surprise you in the coming weeks we got all six right. more weeks my friend all right that's fair i could take that yeah but so, yeah he's not gonna he's not gonna fight the bray wyatt at the wrestlemania no so you know they what they did on talking smack yes battle royale next week huzzah but John, enough about SmackDown. I want to hear about the, the worst show of the week. Let's talk about the most important match to happen in this entire year. We're talking about Raw now, right? Fuck your Kenny Omegas. Fuck your John Cena, AJ Styles. What? We got to talk about Cesaro versus Enzo Amore. Oh, you mean the thing I've already marked down on our list for worst of the year? What the fuck was that? It was Enzo. Being garbage. Dear God. I like the part where he got thrown to the ropes and then he paused and then jumped over the ropes. (laughs) And then Cesaro just stared fucking daggers through him. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty good. Fuck this match. Yeah, this match was really bad. Like, this match was, like, inconceivable how fucking terrible it was. Like, what? Like, how could Cesaro be in such a bad match? Cesaro's awesome. Yeah, like, Cesaro is literally one of those guys that can wrestle a fucking broom and make it look awesome. Well, that's a problem. Enzo's not a broom. Yeah, apparently. If Enzo had the fucking talent of a broom, like, I know he looks like one. I guess he just needs the fucking, like, talent of a broom now. Stay still, Enzo. Stop trying to do things. It's not He's working. soft and sloppy. He's a sloppy jalopy. Calling him Poppy. 
I don't think anyone's going to be calling Poppy after this match. Welp! I mean, maybe, maybe that, uh, that fried chicken will. Welp! Alright, enough of this. It's time to talk about the fucking most important thing to happen on Raw. Like, uh, You mean the, the ending? No. You no. mean... Not the ending. No, not the ending. I didn't say the most predictable thing that happens on Raw every few weeks. Oh, okay. Are we I'm talking about-, about legitimately one of the best things I've seen on Raw in a I, long I, time. Hold on, I know not- what you're talking about. John? Yes? I also love ice cream. Look, I'm just disappointed that we're not going to get that ice cream just yet because Bo Dallas ripped up the plans. Although I did really enjoy Bo Dallas just screaming, No ice cream! No ice cream! I mean, there were blueprints, man. I didn't even know there were blueprints to make ice cream. I thought it was just a recipe. I mean, I have to assume that's what it is, but, like, you know, it's the new day, so they have to come up with some crazy term for it, like, blueprints. I'm just amazed, John, how over those blueprints got with that crowd. They wanted that ice cream so badly, and they were so mad at Bo for ripping them up. Wouldn't you be? I mean, it's impressive, like, how over the new day still is, apparently, when they do really stupid shit. Yeah, like, it's kind of crazy to me how the fucking New Day can still make, like, dumb shit like, yo guys, let's all eat ice cream work, but apparently they can. Apparently, but John, everyone loves ice cream. I do love ice cream. And everyone hates Actually, Bo. that's the thing, I don't really love ice cream. What? Yeah. What? I like sorbet. That's kind of ice cream. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a frozen fruit thing, it's just, you know, I like the tanginess and stuff. Well, ice cream's too much cream. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't raise an ice cream. Milk's weird. Yeah. Okay. Like you don't. You didn't see the blueprint, so you don't know if it was actually a sorbet or not. Oh man, you're right. And Bo will never let you know. Milk's Does Bo know? Yeah, Bo knew. That's why he said he can't share it with anyone. He got to rip him up. Ah, uh, fiend. It's only for him. I mean, he has to get something since he's not going to get a championship like his brother. Oh, man. Maybe one day if he tries hard enough. Nope. Yeah, I know. It'll never happen. Yeah, I know. He's on Raw. Yeah, I know. But, John, I'm sorry to derail what you were actually going to say was the best part of the show. Uh, Oh, and seriously, we need to talk about the Festival of Friendship. I mean... Because, oh, my God. John, we're friends, right? Yeah. Why don't we have a festival? Because, did you see how it ended? I, I stand by what I said. Why haven't we had one? Alright, man. If you really want to have, like, a conversation with Triple H beforehand that, and then fucking murder. I mean, I got to talk to Triple H once. It's true. That was at the basement of the Barclays Center. I know. I, I talked to him, too, and he didn't mention anything about, you know... Beating the shit out of you with a list with my name on it. Well, I mean, he didn't tell. He didn't say it to you. He might have said it to me, and I said, "Yeah, but you know, I wanna." He still needs to pay half of this hotel, so I kind of need him to stick around. Oh, and what was your favorite part of that segment? I think it was the sculpture that cost Scul- seven thousand dollars. <laughs> sculpture was really good. Actually, no, you know what my actual favorite part was? 
What's that? Was Kevin Owens' reaction to everything? <laughs> Kevin Owens had the absolute best reactions of just exasperation and what the fuck. Yeah, like when he came out behind Jericho, all, it was all smiles. He's just like, eh, cool. Like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? It's like you having that one friend who likes to, you know, have a night out of town and, you know, drink heavy and you're the guy who just ties along and is the designated driver. It's very sad. Poor, poor Kevin Owens. I feel like you were not talking enough about Gilberg. Who? I feel like we're not talking enough about Gilberg coming out and getting his ass fucking handed to him by Kevin Owens while fucking Jericho laughs and that he and when Kevin Owens just come back, like, fucking Jericho is just like, there, you beat him. It was so good. Kevin Owens is so angry. <laughs> like, I thought this was the trap to get the real Goldberg. What are you doing? But John, you're also ignoring the best, actual best part. What's that? Was the the creation of Kevin. Oh my god, yes. That fucking painting. Oh my god, that fucking painting! John, why aren't they selling that on WWE Shop? That's a really good question, because if they were, I would totally buy it. Damn right you would. Fantastic. It's so good. You know, when it comes, because it's art, you don't need pants. It's absolutely 100% true. I mean, when, when I go into museums, I get yelled at a lot because I do not have pants on. But then I explain them, my reasoning, and they're like, okay, I guess. That it's like, sense. excuse me, sir, but I am art. I'm just trying to get at one with, and with the art here. Thank you. I mean, they can't argue with Officer. You. They can't drag you out of the museum if you say this. It's true. So, folks at home, please try it at your local museum. You will not get in trouble, I promise you. Become art. Become the art. That's that's the key part. You actually have to, have to become art. But what, what about the uh, the magician from Craigslist? <laughs> the Craigslist magician was pretty damn good. Friendship the magician who got made the list. Do you think Jericho made up that name? <laughs> just off the top of his head. I don't he just, know. He just looked around and saw the festival of friendship signs like friendship. That's the thing I saw. Your friendship, the magician. <laughs> he, he he did make the list, though. Which was he did make the list. Unfortunate. Well, be a better magician, and you don't make the list. That's how it works. <clears throat> I, th- I think what we need to do, John, at the uh, at SummerSlam this year, is if there's a meet and greet with Jericho, we need to have a talk with him, and then say a bunch of mean things and make his list. I'm all for it. You need to, because here's the thing, John, about the list. He actually writes down stuff and keeps that list every week. Because if in some close-up shots, if you see the list, you actually see a bunch of stuff written on it. It's oh, amazing. yeah. It's very good. Goldberg's on the list, and we're not. Tom Brady's on that list, and we're not. You know who's not on that list? Who's that? Chris Jericho's not on that list. No, he is on the list of KO, though. Oh, God. That, that reveal. was... That reveal was wonderful and heartbreaking all at once. Oh, it's a new list! Judge, I needed one. Wait a second. What, why, why, is, why is my name on this? 
and then slowly takes it out of the box, and you can see the bottom of it. It's like, oh, oh, the no. best, oh, the best part. No, this is the best part is he takes it out of the box before he says that, and then he just like sl- slowly curves it up. And it's like the list of chaos, like because you get like the crowd like first reacting to why is my name on the list? Oh, and then like Aki pans up, and they're, they're like, oh, and then fucking Kevin Owens hits him, and they're like, ah. Actually, there was a there was a, a, two seconds of silence first after he said, "Why is my name on it?" Because crowd need to digest what he just said. I went, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then once they realized, they got very upset. Oh yeah. And then we got very upset. But then Jericho got very dead. Legitimate heel heat. John, a heel turned <laughs> heel. Kevin Owens is double heel now. Yeah. Like, hyper-heal! I don't think it's possible to be this heel! But Kevin Owens found a way! Oh, there's totally a way to be more heel than this. True. You have to punt a baby into the crowd. That's the ultimate heel. Wait, Festus? No, Snitsky. They're different people, John. Whatever, man. It wasn't his fault. (laughs) The point is, Kevin Owens murdered him and smashed his head through a TV, and now he's dead forever. He sure is. Now, here's my question for you, John. Yeah? What offer did did Triple H make that was so good that he killed Chris Jericho for it? That's a really good question. Because he was in insurance policy for Fastlane, and now he's dead. So, what did Triple H offer him? I don't know. Like, I can't even think about it. Well, John, like, you, know, you know what the answer is, obviously. What? It's Scott Hall with a taser. <gasps> Duh. Fuck, the cattle prod! I should have known! Yep. I mean, that if you want to beat Goldberg, you have to taser him. That's how it happens. Just saying. Makes sense. Anyway... This is the greatest thing ever. I wouldn't say ever, but this is the greatest thing in quite a while. As I said in the about last night that you could read over ProWrestling.cool, you know, we talk a lot on this show and a lot on this we website do, about, we do talk a lot, yes. about how well do you know your bro, that wonderful fucking batshit crazy segment that we love so much. And by, like, By we, you mean you talk about it a lot. <laughs> Well, fuck you, okay? It's great, and you know it's great. I know, I, I know it's great, but I'm not the one that brings it up all the time. That's you. But this is the kind of segment that makes you realize, like, how much a segment like that only works because it's two people who absolutely don't give a fuck and are just happy to torpedo the entire thing because it's so stupid. Whereas this is just people reveling in the absolute stupidity and chaos of everything and just letting it build up to a point of just sheer fucking hilarious insanity. Like, just holding the fucking you're gonna get it through an entire commercial break is so good! Yes, that was the best commercial break segment of the week. Though SmackDown had a second best one. We'll talk about that in a bit. Anyway, yeah, that was amazing. Yes, people should go watch it. It's I don't probably, know. It's, it's probably under best promo 
for this year so far. Oh, completely. John? Yo, what's up, Owen? I heard that Emelina was going to debut. She and did! And I've heard this a lot. Like, I heard this the week before they went to Philadelphia for Raw. They said, she's going to be here next week. And then she didn't. But you're telling me this week it actually happened. It actually happened. She came out in a pretty dress, and she was like, Hey, everybody, you've been waiting so long, and you've been so patient, and now you get to see the makeover of Emma to Emmalina! And then everyone went, "Eh." (laughs) It's like, yeah, okay, I guess. And she was like, and now you get to see the makeover of Emmalina to Emma. And they're just fucking angry while he walked away, and everybody's like, what? What? Everyone's like, fuck you. What? This is stupid. Yeah, basically. Did you hear the the reason behind it? No. Oh, you didn't hear the reports about why this happened? I have no idea. Well, here's the thing, John. They had some uh, some dress what rehearsals. What do they say in the dirt sheets? They had some dress rehearsals with her doing this character. And she sucked at it. She was not. She could not pull off what they wanted her to do as Emelina. So they just went, ah, fuck it. Let's just cancel it. And that's what they did. This was supposed to be a legit thing that was going to happen. But she was not good enough to do it. So what was it then? Was it literally just this Instagram model thing? She was essentially going to be like a throwback to like Sable and the cat. Why? Because Vince McMahon. Duh. Like, how, how is that a good idea? Vince how, McMahon. You know, I, I know I'm again cribbing things I said in the column this week, but it's like... Did somebody just realize that maybe sexy Instagram model who also wrestles is not a good idea for a character when that can literally describe fucking the vast majority of the people who wrestled for you in the past five years? No, I told you the reason it got canned is because Emma couldn't pull it off, which I think she did on purpose. Yeah, I wonder, huh? I wonder. But yeah, that's, that's I don't the, actually wonder. I think she probably did it on purpose, because what the fuck? Well, hope she likes not being pushed, because that's going to happen now. She's going to be on main event. Fuck that. Give her back her fucking leather shoulder pads and shit. Yeah, she'll be doing that on main event. They're not going to push her into the title picture. Are you kidding me? There's only room for, like, three or four people there. And I ain't one of them. Nope. But Dana Brooke is again. Yeah, what was up? What was up with Dana Brooke showing up? I don't know. That's the thing. Is like, I, I don't know. And it was like, wait a minute. But I thought you wait. But what? I, we're doing this again? Really? Weird. It's as if they don't know what the fuck they're doing with their women's division. Yeah, uh, in case you couldn't tell, uh, this is our, our segue into talking about how Bailey is the women's champion now. Oh my god, I can't believe it. It's as if last week I said that was totally gonna happen. 
I know. Who could have thunk that Bailey would pin the champion on Raw? And then it's almost like now Charlotte will get the belt back at Fastlane in two weeks, two and a half weeks, because that's what she always does. Hey, John, remember this whole thing where winning your first championship is like a big deal and, you know, it should be on like a big platform and it should last more than a couple weeks? What if instead we had our top baby face in the entire company, basically? Uh, what if we... Wait, that's, ha- that, isn't that AJ Styles? No, he's just the face that runs the place. Oh, not the- okay, my, my bad. No. Uh, what if we had our, like, our ultimate, like, good character uh, win her first championship in the company by... Basically, having her friend bash her opponent in the face with a fucking crutch while the referee wasn't looking, so it's kind of a dirty win. That's such a Bailey thing, you know? <laughs> Which, I mean, granted, you could also say, oh, turnabout's fair play because Dana Brooke got involved and raked Bailey's eyes and, and fucked her up and set her up for the figure eight, but, like, no. Because it still also doesn't really explain, like, A, why Dana Brooke even showed up in the first place. Because, like, that storyline was, like, fucking three months ago? But, John. What the fuck happened to Dana Brooke, even? But, John, come on. Don't you remember in NXT when Bailey poked Sasha Banks in the eyes and rolled her up and grabbed the tights and won? It's such a Bailey thing. Such a Bailey thing. She always cheats. She's. Not super baby face clean always, you know, plays by the rules. Are you kidding me? No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, it's like, and I totally get it, because, I mean, remember when that NXT match between Sami Zayn and Neville, and Sami Zayn had the belt, oh, and, like, the referee was knocked out, and he was all like, oh, I could totally hit him with this belt, and then he did? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, John, I'm glad you know all these alternative <laughs> facts as well. God damn it. Ill turd. It's just, it's just lame. I, I shouldn't say that. It's just disappointing, really. It's, it like really it's, is. like it, it's just such a complete and utter misunderstanding of what makes these characters so good and so interesting. And just like it doesn't make anyone look good. Like it makes Charlotte look like a fucking you know. It makes Charlotte look weak and shitty because, A, she's losing the belt again on Raw, so what, she's going to be a five-time women's champion? John, you understand what you're doing, right? No. They're going to make her a 16-time champion. Fuck. Yep. She's going to get, like, by the end of this year, probably. Fuck. (laughs) God Uh, damn it. Yep. He's, he's almost there already. They're just proving that these numbers are meaningless. That's the point. They just want to prove that these numbers are meaningless. God, the numbers don't lie. Oh, wait, Ty Dillinger's here? No, Scott Steiner's here. God damn it. I mean, remember yesterday was? It's true. Scott Valentine Day. F- fuck it. This is it for Heel Turn. A podcast that we will never do again. Uh, so stupid. What else do you want to talk about from Roth? I, I, yeah, I don't know. What about the? Smoke I'm excited Joe? to see Bailey lose the fucking title on Sunday. 
two Sundays from now. But John, what about Samoa Joe? He has an 30% chance. <laughs> hey, Samoa Joe's a pretty cool guy. They had that, he had a cool sit-down interview with Michael Cole, and he was all like, hey, fuck you, Michael Cole, you think that I'm some punk? And Michael Cole said, he's fat! And Samoa Joe was like, yeah, I'm just gonna walk out of this interview and murder Sami Zayn now, bye! That, that part is actually true, he did do that. He did do that! That was pretty cool! Did he talk shit on Sami Zayn, because why not? Sami Zayn sucks. Yeah, Sami Zayn's a loser! And Sami Zayn's like, I'm not a loser. And then someone just says, actually, you are. Now I just beat you. Dashing Rusev. What do you want from me? Guess what? And, Dashing Rusev also sucks. And Samojo was like, I want you to die. And he did. So that's going to be a fast lane, isn't it? It sure is. And also, I'd just like to say, I didn't I call this last week when I was like, hey, how, why don't we have Samojo fight Sami Zayn? I thought you said that for WrestleMania. I did say it for WrestleMania, but you know what? I'll take it. I was close enough. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Half point. They can they can extend it out to WrestleMania. Please don't. Please don't. Have Samoa Joe actually play someone that matters. Let Sami Zayn be on the pre-show. We're in the Andre Battle Royal. I like Sami Zayn. You, you disagree with me that he's a loser and he sucks. I mean, he does, but I like him. Yeah. He's the ultimate, he's still the ultimate baby face. You, you, yeah, what would make Sami Zayn good? What? Being on SmackDown. No! Yep. No! John, if you love Sami Zayn, you'll do what's best for him. You have to let him go. Speaking of people that should be looking cool but don't, you want to talk about our, our awesome Raw Tag Team Champions, the club? No, they, you, didn't, you didn't write them down on, the, on our list, so I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> they fought Roman Reigns in a tan cat match for some reason. Guess what? Roman Reigns won. Because <laughs> they, they got disqualified for wrestling too hard or too much or something. To be fair, they did wrestle too much. As no, in, no, you're both punching him at the same time. You can't do that in this match that's about two fighting two people at once. The match lasted more than two minutes. They had to disqualify them. That's too much club on this t TV show. I'm gonna do this magic killer to you. Oh no, you kicked out of it somehow! Oh no, the Superman punch. M my one weakness. Got this chair for you. Nope, I don't! Man, they suck. Yeah, they do. Why does everyone on this show suck? That's a good question, isn't it? Except for... No, Kevin Owens also sucks, but in a different way. Yeah, Kevin Owens sucks, but a different kind of suck. Yeah. I guess the, the New Day are the only ones that don't suck. True, I mean, you know, we SOS the shit out of, uh, you know, Kofi SOS the shit out of Bo there. Well, but Bo did ultimately win by ripping up the ice cream blueprints. I wouldn't call that a win. I mean, we all lost, because we all don't get the ice cream now. Very upsetting. I mean, Bo had to get something if he's not going to get a belt like his brother. Nope, never. He got TV time. It's more than you could say the rest of this year. John, is, is that it for Raw? Is there anything else? Nah, I can't think of anything else, man. Thank God. That, this... show's, not, that show's not very good. You know, it was a show that had some real good moments in it. Like, <clears throat> honestly, up until the ending, 
And I'd say that women's match was excellent. That's how they all are. It was a great, you know, it's like I said in the column. It is a show where if there was just wrestling in a void, like, it'd be enjoyable. I'd like it. I'd, I'd have good things to say about it. But when you remember all the context of everything that is going on, it's just like, this is a fucking incoherent mess of a story. Why are you doing this? That's fair. Hey, John, you want to talk about a good show? Yeah, let's hear about SmackDown. SmackDown Live is a good show. Because Bray Wyatt's now the WWE champion. Did you, buzzard side, man. did you see those side plates? I, I, yes, you showed me the side buzzard plates. Buzzard lanterns. Buzzard lanterns. Did, did you see any of SmackDown? Yeah, I saw a little bit. Did you see the opening promo? Not the entire thing. Where Bray Wyatt almost turned into the Genesis of McGillicuddy? I did see that part, and I was like, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was amazing. I really thought he was going to get stuck in that in that loop for much longer. But luckily he only said different variants of right now about five times before he got out of it. He said him enough to get the, at the point for it to be like, wait, is he about Genesis McGill? No, okay, he no, He almost not. did, he almost did. And that's why the name of my about last night is the Genesis of Wyatt. Very stupid. But yeah, he came out and said, I'm, I'm the champion. And John Cena said, Fuck you. He's all like, nobody deserves anything. I'm the yeah, scener. You gotta earn respect. Which, apparently you have to beat him like three times to earn his respect or something. Yeah. And no. Saw- yeah, it's You have to like beat him a bunch and then lose to him. That's right. So get hyped for that 17th title reign later tonight. Yeah. AJ Styles came out and says, what the fuck you doing? I, I, I'm supposed to have a rematch. I, didn't you remember that whole segment with Shane? Where I said, I want my my singles rematch for the title. The Elimination Chamber doesn't count. And Shane said, yeah, okay, that's fine. It's true. I do remember this happening. And Danny Bryan came out and said, eh, you guys both deserve number one contendership shots. So, triple threat for the main event. To which I went, hell yeah, I want that. And awesome. I'm sure AJ Styles is like, that's still not what I want! He, he, he's he like, fine. I'll have this. Whatever. So that was the main event, but uh, before that we got the Ascension. Guess what? Sure. The Ascension got to fight American Alpha again. Sure. The Ascension actually looked good. But of course they lost, but at least they looked competitive instead of a squash match. Sure. I'm happy. Because their graphic when they came out says they held NXT tag titles for 340-something days. Cool. Good for them. They sent Jenner starting to be cool, and I like their face paint. And also the Illuminati. But yeah, after they they beat the Ascension, the Usos showed up on the the screen's Pretty much said that they're gonna stalk them. Huh? It says like if you ever like feel a tingle behind your neck and think there's somebody watching you, it's not paranoia. It's the Usos. It's like wait, what? Uh, uh, what? They're gonna stalk the, the American Alphas and take their Please belts. Don't. They're gonna find them in a dark alley and mug them. Use. 
No, please, please don't, sir. Oose. Please, no, no. Do you like the 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 Dean Ambrose? I like that guy. He's a cool guy. He he does the. He does the, the wrestling thing where he goes into the rope and then he goes and bounces off the rope and he's like, oh, I'm Dean Ambrose. And also that's the part where he goes through the, the plexiglass in the elimination chamber and dies for our sins. Yeah. He's not happy about that part. So he's just running around backstage yelling for Baron Corbin. And then during that, he runs into James Ellsworth and Carmella, who were fucking terrible on Sunday. Oh, you mean when they were hanging out in their stupid little announce booth and then Carmella would say something and then James Ellsworth would say the exact same thing and they would be like, this is a funny bit. I'm having a good time. Well, I mean, the only positive I can come up with is that all the active women on the SmackDown roster were on the pay-per-view. I'll give them that, but it, it wasn't good. But Dean Ambrose says pretty much... To- Talked straight to Ellsworth and said, "You know she's using you, right? Like, why don't you like go try online dating?" And Carmella gets upset and says, "Defend my honor." Then Danny Bryan shows up, and the Ambers is like, "Can I beat the shit out of this guy?" And he's like, "Okay, you can. You can have a match with him." So that was next. We had a match with Ellsworth and Dean Ambrose. Except, except for the part where. During Dean Ambrose's entrance, he just gets dragged out by Baron Corbin and then... Whoopsie-daisy! And then he gets thrown through a production table and he blows up. The best part is that the fucking explosion happens before Ambrose even goes through it! Shh. His fucking... Is fucking Baron Corbin a, a, a magic wizard? His foot hit the, the cable that circuited out. That's what I'm going with. I don't care. I'm going with Magic Wolf Wizard! Alright, that's fair. Either way, I like the, the way it looked. I like things blowing up. It's, it's Dean Ambrose's weakness, remember? It is remember, Dean Ambrose's remember weakness, Remember when that TV blew up and he lost? <laughs> Fucking worst. Barry Corbin understands. He watches the, the television. He knows what Dean Ambrose's weakness is. It's that and, and plexiglass. And ghost lanterns. And, and ghosts of former world champions. And current world champions. Wait, what? Oh, shit, you're right. Very why was a ghost. Man. That thing is stupid. Yeah, it is. Especially when Dean Ambrose is involved. You know what? I'm kind of... If they limit Dean Ambrose, I'm kind of okay with it. But no, they also apply to Dolph Ziggler, who is stupid. A backstage interview where he explained his motivations for attacking Cruz and Kalisto. Which he's essentially John Cena. Yeah, it's bad. It's dumb. Um, people are trying to replace me. I gotta protect my spot and blah, 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 fuck the new era. And I'm just thinking, my dude, didn't you have this exact problem with Baron Corbin last year? Except I was supposed to be like, yeah, Dolph Ziggler, he's the best. I mean, people still think, yeah, Dolph Ziggler, he's the best, because he got a babyface reaction on Sunday. And Tuesday. I guess. He wasn't out in front of the crowd, though. I mean, people still like Dolph Ziggler, is the thing. I, I don't know how I feel about Dolph Ziggler. I know exactly how I feel about Dolph Ziggler. Indifferent? He's a fucking loser. 
I mean, he does keep losing. Like, the problem is that, like, they've, they've slowly made Dolph Ziggler into the new X-Pac for me. I just don't want to see him. And I'm glad that he's a heel now. I think it's a better place for him. I don't want to see him. That's fair. Maybe he should have lost that match to the Miz where his career was on the line. Yeah, he should have. But, uh, you know who is back in the WWE is Mickey James. It's true. He had a rubber match with Becky Lynch. Well, not sure. the rubber match. He had a rematch, I should say. The rubber match is All coming right. later. But, uh, yeah, Mickey James won. And she also won by being a dirty heel and cheating. Da-da-da-da. Well, she got hurt. That's what happens with the, the women on SmackDown. They get injured, man. Her shoulder was all fucked up. And when the referee like, was... I'm in pain. I'm rolling around and sad. And oh, no. And when the ref was about to call the match off, he's like, she's like, psych, I'm going to kick you psych! in the face. Unless, at least it wasn't a roll-up. She straight up kicked Becky Lynch in the head because she's a stupid baby face who actually is concerned for her opponent. Your face is dumb, and now I'm going to hit it. So yeah, Mickey James won. And now that's going to lead to a third match, I bet. Which is cool. Uh, you know what else happened, John? Speaking of the women, what's that? Um, they showed the the match between uh, Nikki Bella and Natalia ended a double countout, and Danny Bryan says that's not okay. But I have a solution. Next week they're gonna fight again. In a Falls Count Anywhere match. Alright. And I am looking forward to that, because the best part of this feud is the backstage fighting. But yeah, bring it on. See, that, that's why, that's how they extend this. They give these women a program while WrestleMania is still like over a month away. So that's why I was okay with the uh, the match on Sunday. And plus we're going to get a stipulation match now. So that's good. And also, um, speaking of the other women, Naomi had an interview in the ring where she was injured, and, and Alexa said, fuck you, I'm getting my rematch next week. Huzzah! So then that brings up the question, so is Naomi actually hurt to, that she won't miss WrestleMania, or is she just gonna beat her so she can have a different opponent at WrestleMania? Who knows? What do you think? I could see it being a, a multi-women match. I hope not, because the plan is for Raw to have a multi-women match. I don't want to have two of them. I could see there being two of them. Please don't. Just give them a sec- Just give all the SmackDown women multiple matches. Mickey James versus Naomi. Let's have that one. Or if you really want to be cool, let's make it Emma versus Naomi. Because Emma should be on a good show. She's too good for Raw. Uh, we also had the Triple Threat main event, which I do not. I don't need to go into detail, aside from uh, Luke Harper showed up at the beginning and killed Bray Wyatt. That was cool. Like Bray had his whole entrance, and then he, you know, blew out his lantern, and then Luke Harper was right in front of him and said, "Fuck you." He did. And then. The match was great because you know the way it, the way it ended. John Tell Cena me got, how it ended. John, John Cena got pinned clean by his sister Abigail. 
<laughs> Which here's the thing about this match, though, John. Yaya and the phenomenal forearm get kicked out of. Sister Abigail got hit once, and that once was enough. Okay. So that's the thing they're saying. Like, yo, the Sister Abigail is a natural legit finisher, and you will die from it. Which will make when Randy Orton or whoever is at WrestleMania kicks out of it, it's going to be a big deal. That's how you build up a finisher. And not just, oh, spamming finishers and near falls. Which I, I guess is fine in the John Cena and AJ Styles matches, but still, come on, man. Also, uh, Randy Orton came out and did that thing. Yeah, and then the Randy Orton stuff happened, but we talked about that. So, yeah. That was good. Also, Talking Smack is real stupid. Sounds like good Smackdown. Talking Smack is real stupid, too. Oh, really? Because Alexa Bliss had a train wreck of an interview. Have you heard about this? A train wreck. No, I haven't heard about it. Oh, it's amazing. Because she's, like, making excuses about Sunday. Um, okay. Hold on a second. John, what, what are you talking about here? You're not supposed to call out the secret information I sent you, but since we, we've already fucking let things in be interrupted, we're not going to take a break anyway. Yo, what the fuck? Eric Andre and Rosario Dawson are dating? Yeah, why not? He's a crazy man. She's, I mean, I love him, but he's a crazy man. And she she's like... She, and she's beautiful. John, you know what that means? There's what? Hope for, there's hope for you yet. He'll turn. He'll turn. <laughs> but back anyway. To I, but back to what I was saying, John, about uh, Alexa, which she was making excuses about Sunday, and then she was like, oh, you know, I was all flustered, you know, and the Patriots lost, and it threw me off. And Daniel Bryan and Renee looked at each other, I was like, you know they won, right? <laughs> and she was caught in headlights. And she had no idea how to react to that. And tried, what? And she tried to work herself out of it, but it did not work. It was amazing. It was, it was really good. Because she was okay. trying to... She's like, no, no, I was, I was watching on the plane and everything. It's like, yeah, that would work, except that it was a week before Elimination Chamber. So what are you talking about? Yeah, she she, she really screwed that one up. Which, made Which could have been really funny had she played it right, but it sounds like she just kind of was like, uh, oh, no. Uh, no, no, but the, the fact that Danny Bryan and Renee were all over about it made it amazing. And then when Apollo Crews comes out as the next guest, the first thing he says is, so did you hear about the Patriots? Which is the funniest thing that Apollo Crews has said since being in the WWE. So yeah, that happened. The Battle Royal got announced. And then AJ Styles came out as the last guest and was very, very angry. Because, guess what, John? You were right. He did not think that that triple threat counted as his rematch for the title. Whoa! And you know what what the deal is with that? What's that? That uh, Danny Bryan made the triple threat. He wasn't the one that promised him that singles match. So, what does Dan Bryan care? That's Shane's that's a good that's, point. That's Shane's problem. Yeah. 
So they're setting the seeds for the big AJ versus Shane match. Hmm. Get excited. No, thank you. I think AJ Styles can make this a good match. Because he could also do a good wrestle match with a broom. And I think Shane McMahon is a pretty good broom. I think that's that's SmackDown. It's a good show. You, you should, everyone should watch the SmackDown. Don't watch Raw on YouTube in highlight form. All right then. Speaking of highlights, John, two hundred five live happened. Yeah, tell me about two hundred five live. The show. Did you know there's purple ropes? I've heard this. There are there are purple ropes, and the WrestleMans are all under two hundred five pounds. And also, Rich Swan's back. Also, were you able to handle it? Uh, no, I was not able to handle it. And neither was Noam Dar. Oh no! Noam Dar came out with Alicia Fox, and then Rich Swan was a piece of shit and said, "I'm going to dedicate this match to Alicia Fox because it was because it's Valentine's Day." And then he's like, "Oh wait." Too, too bad you can't handle this, Leisha. Suck my dick. <laughs> it's because it's his catchphrase. Yes. Also, I want to point out that, speaking of Valentine's Day, Corey Graves opened the show by saying that he's banging a bunch of couples are 205 living and chilling. Which I, I think there's absolutely no one who's doing that. Is why 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 would you do that, John? Why why would you have a date where you're watching two hundred five live? If you don't continue talking about two hundred five live right now, I'm <laughs> going to suggest that we can never talk about two hundred five live again because of that joke. So that was that was Corey Graves' fault. I know he's a bad person. Rich Swan won because of course he did. Because fuck no, I'm Dar. You know what else, John? What's that? Fuck Gray Madalik. Oh. He's terrible. Oh. He's Sin Cara. Do you just hate everybody in this fucking division with a mask? I mean, if they actually did good moves, maybe I'd like them. Instead of botching all over the ropes like Sin Cara. Which was fine because Drew Gulak was his opponent. He said, fuck you, I'm just going to beat the shit out of you if you're going to botch everything. Which he did. Okay. Still lost. Goddamn right, he didn't get fucking Drew Gulak. <laughs> Drew Gulak's awesome, man. He is so good. Like, he had some awesome counters in this match. And it was really impressive. And and even the commentary like, yeah, Drew Gulak's fucking awesome. I'm Drew Gulak. I got his fist. Guys, Virtual Fighter music. It's, it's great. Come on, how can he not like Drew Gulak? You just hate him because I like him. Yeah. Fuck you. And fuck Grand Metalik. He won in a sloppy match. He's not good. Well, right then. You know what else is not good? What's that? You remember uh, last week on SmackDown they had that interview with Natalia and Nikki where they were you know, staring at cameras in a split screen. Oh, God, write that thing. 
Yeah, they did that with uh, Neville and T.J. Perkins. T.J. Perkins. Uh, okay. T.J. Perkins made a Tinder joke. It was bad. Uh, okay. This was not good. I didn't like it. T.J. Perkins should not talk anymore because he says terrible things. I've noticed that. He says terrible things in non-believable ways. Yeah, I've noticed that. Also, we had a match between Neville and T.J. Perkins. And the commentary was amazing on it. Oh, really? Do tell. Because, uh, because uh, Mara was talking about how cool dabbing is. And Corey Gray's in the Austin Aries like, no, fuck you, what are you talking about? And Corey Gray's like, you know, dab is only a thing that people do to post on social media to get a bunch of likes and stuff. And then, and then there's like a pause on commentary. He's like, well, I just answered my question. No wonder you like it so much. And then... Oh, and then you see Austin Aries says, Wait, Mara, are you, are you deleting all your dabbing videos right now? And Mara is just losing it. It's so good. It's pretty good, actually. You, you should listen to that part, because they just totally dunk on Mara and he has no response. Oh, so by the way, did, did I, did, speaking of Mara, did, did I tell you last week about how he kept calling the Elimination Chamber Hell in a Cell on SmackDown? No, you didn't. He, he kept doing that on SmackDown. Mamma Mia. Spoilers, he did it again on Sunday. And even Tom Phillips got on him. Who doesn't talk to her matches? Like, come the fuck on! Like, wake up, Mauro! It's an elimination chamber. Stop saying hell in a cell. Mamma Mia. Yeah, Mauro's great. I, I don't care. I don't care if he fucks stuff up. I love Mauro. And this match was fine. Except Neville won because fuck TJ Perkins. And then Rich Gallagher came out and those were just belts. Excuse me, who? Jack Gallagher. <laughs> what did I say? Rich Gallagher. Yeah, Rich Gallagher. You know, Rich, Rich, Rich Swan and Jack Gallagher did the fusion dance. I'm British and you can't handle this. Look at my crazy umbrella. He's like, I'm sorry, but you, you are not, you are incapable of handling what I am doing at this moment, right now. On this day. Starting now. Also got merged. From this moment on. Going forward. Yes, Jack Gallagher came out with his umbrella. One impressive thing, though, is that Neville took uh, William III and threw him like a lawn dart and actually hit the stage from the ring. That was really impressive. But then he got thrown out and Jack Gallagher posed with the belt and said, I'm the champion now. I'm the king of the cruiserweights because I'm British and we have kings. And then Neville's like, fuck you, I'm also British. What are you talking about? So yeah, there you go. That's 205 Live. It was bad. Because Great. Drew, because Drew Gulak lost. Fuck this show. Talk to me about the good one. The, good the NXT? Show. Yes, the NXT. That was alright. Was it? It was alright. Fine, don't tell me about that. Authors of Pain fought some jobbers. That's cool, I guess. I mean, they're the champions, so that's what they should be doing. Jobber matches. Yep, and those jobbers got jobbed! No, what? I don't think we need to go into detail about that, then. No. 
Billy Kay and Peyton Royce had their their match against Liv Morgan, and oh my God, who could Liv Morgan possibly be getting as a partner? It's Ember Moon. It's Ember Moon. I have a couple things to say, John. It was always going to be Ember Moon. It was Ember Moon. I have a couple things to say about this match. What? One, Liv Morgan is terrible. It's not just me saying that she is legitimately terrible. Two, not a very good match. Have I said this on the podcast before, but I think that Billy Kay and Peyton Royce in kayfabe are a couple? Yes, you said this last week. I, I continue to think this, and I'm, and I like, I like that they're doing it right and not just making it their whole gimmick. Oh, they're they're in love. Ah, gay gay characters. Huzzah! So I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm giving, I'm giving WWE kudos. So if if that's what they're doing, they're doing a good job with it and being respectful. So good for you. And also, they won. They did! Which made the announcement of the match next week even weirder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, it's weird. It's as if this match meant nothing. I mean, at least Liv took the pin, so Ember didn't have to. Why are both of them in the triple threat and only one of the winning teams in it? That's a good question. At least they won, though. So, yeah. Liv will not be in it anymore. Who knows? What? Maybe she doesn't get allowed to be a number one contender anymore. Billy? What did Billy do? What? No, not Billy Liv. No, Liv's in the match. I'm saying. Take her out of the match. Fuck Liv. They announced it after this match. That makes no sense. Shh. Fine. What else happened on the, the NXT? Uh, DIY was hanging out in the rain being all like, we're cool. They are we're cool. going to fight the Authors of Pain. They they should? And uh, then the Authors of Pain and Paul Ellering showed up, and Paul Ellering was all like, dog, you're going to fucking die if you fight us again, but okay, we'll fight you next week. Okay. DIY sure. was And DIY was like, cool. Yeah, let's do... Oh, fuck! And then Revival murder them. Why? Because why not? It's the fucking Revival! No, John, the answer is because they go hard. They go hard all day, all night! And apparently DIY forgot to say yes, so they got their ass kicked. Exactly! So clearly I feel like this is all building up to, like, a uh, a fucking Fatal 4-Way for the titles at center. Yeah! Who's the fourth team? I don't know, but they'll figure out something. Why isn't it just a triple threat? <laughs> because four is a cool number. Oh, fine. Put heavy machinery in there. It's the four team. <laughs> there you go. Heavy machinery. Fine. I'm, oh. I, honestly, I'm trying to think of who else they could put in there. Billy Kane, Peyton Royce. Yeah, there we go. I mean, the belts, aren't, I, the belts aren't gendered, so they technically could. But I don't want to see them get the, the last chapter, because that would be really upsetting to me. John, anything else happen on this show? Yeah, actually. Uh, we found out that, so I guess what they're doing with the United Kingdom Championship is just, now they're just going to have a bunch of those guys on NXT? So, essentially what they're doing, because they did this whole tournament and they didn't have a plan for what to do afterwards is that essentially the UK division is 
the cruiserweight division that Raw has, but for NXT. Huh. That's what it seems like, because they have their own, you know, branding. Everything. The, the ropes weren't purple or anything yet. They got to color the ropes differently, and there you go. You didn't know yeah, that, right? They had, they, the the branding mm-hmm. was all different. The, around the arena, all the branding was different. I just noticed the, uh, just like the United Kingdom Championship thing. I didn't really notice like any different branding or anything. Yeah, like all around, like all subs at NXT around the arena on the boards hmm. with like huh. crowns that said WWE United Kingdom Championship. It was weird. Hmm. So, actually, that's what I think it is because there's a WWE.com exclusive interview with um, Pete Dunne, who's apparently. Who's going to be in action next week? Yeah. To be in action next week, and so I guess, and, unless he fights someone on the XT roster, I'm guessing the UK people are, are their own little world. It's kind of weird that they're hanging out in Orlando. Well, yeah, I gotta wait till uh, they do UK Live on Fridays. It's a bad name. Well, I mean, 205 Live is a bad name, too. It is a bad name, you're right. So let's just keep rolling with stuff. You know, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, UK Live, Saturday Night Live. Wait, that one's taken. Anyway, Tyler Bate and uh, Trent Seven had a match. The two residents of Mustache Mountain. Well, only one of them should be from Mustache Mountain. The one with the good mustache. Well, yeah, but, you know. I like Trent Seven, though. Trent Seven's real cool. I like he he shook the hands of all the people at ringside. He did. And then he did that really weird roll into the rig. Yeah. Or he was all bundled up when he did it. <laughs> did you see that? That was really weird. Mm-hmm. Way into it, though. He's got a cool seven-star lariat. Is that his finisher? I think so, yeah. That makes that spot worse, then. What, that he kicked out of it? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Shouldn't be doing that. I was kind of surprised that they went with that, honestly. If we're talking about the inside of the match, another spot I didn't like was when he powerbombed the shit out of uh, out of him, and then after a two count, he turned into a Boston Crab, even when it looked like he wasn't going to kick out. Yeah, that I thought that was a little weird, but like it was definitely it didn't really make sense because he wasn't kicking was out. Cool. I thought it was kind of cool. If he if he kicked out into it, it would have been cool, but he didn't. And even the contrary yeah. point, I like you didn't even you just did that move. That's weird. Yeah, like and I thought they did a good job of being like, oh, he's just being cautious. He was just being cautious. He thought he might kick out of it, but it was like, yeah, no. Like, dude, you you had the belt once. A little early. Come on, man. You could have won it. You probably could have won it there. Yeah, it might be up the nerves or something, but I mean, a lot of the match was good, but they were also were couple blown spots like that. Yeah. What did you think of the match overall? That was fine. I, again, I wasn't, like, super impressed by it, but I thought it was good. The crowd was quiet for a lot of it. The crowd was very quiet for a lot of it. Which I don't know if that's because of the taping length or because they just don't know these guys enough. They're not as invested in these characters. As I, hey, one guy's got a mustache, and the other guy has a cool wave. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a little of both. Fair. It's a shame, though. This is, 
pretty much where they're putting the UK people instead of their own show. Mm-hmm. You think they're eventually going to do that? Here's I have my, no idea. Here's my question. What do you think will happen first? The UK guys will get their own show, or... Um, why am I blanking on Tyler Bates' name? Or why Tyler Bates will lose his belt to somebody? Tyler Bates will lose his belt to somebody. Before they get a show. Yeah. You don't, you don't think they would save that for the premiere? Kind of like 205 Live did. <sighs> That's a good question, actually. I don't know. Because they got to put the belt on Pete Dunne at some point. It'd be kind of cool if they did on, on the NXT where William Regal's around so he can get very upset about it. Who knows? Who knows? But is that is that it for NXT? That is it for NXT. What'd you think? Thumbs up? Yeah, thumbs down? Thumbs and middles, alright. Yeah. Billy, Billy and Peyton. Billy and Peyton are fine. We also didn't mention that that triple threat they announced for next week is Liv Morgan, Ember Moon, and Peyton Royce. Yeah. No Billy Kay. Why? I don't know. Why are the two losing people in that match? I don't know. Why is Liv Morgan probably going to win this match? I'm not sure about that, but... I mean, it's not going to be Ember Moon. They're not going to have her have her title match before the pay-per-view. True. And do you think they would have built, have Peyton Royce win it? Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Yeah, well, either way, I'm going to be upset because Billy Kay should be in that match. Yeah, I also give the NXT the thumbs in the middle. Is that it for the show? Yeah, that's it for heel turn, man. All right, well, production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool; it's dot cool. It's a cool website where we got a whole bunch of articles and other things, and you should go check it out because it's neato. Like, you can check out this podcast when we stream it live every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern at Mixler.com slash Zonecast, or at its other home at Zonecast.com where you'll find our sister podcast, I'd Rather Not, and The Echo Chamber. I'd Rather Not is a pretty good show. It's a pretty we're, all right show. We're both on it. We are. We're not in that Echo Chamber, though. No. Don't know about those guys. I don't know about those guys, though. But anyway, uh, you can follow us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash PWDOTC or on Twitter at the Heel Turn or at PWDOTC for all our updates and all that other crazy shit. And it's great. Keep in tech with us and all that. And Owen, keep in where can we find us? you? Did you say keep in tech with us? Keep in check with us. Check. Okay. That makes more sense. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. And what about you? You can find me on Twitter and a whole bunch of places at I am John GM. Huh. Are you in fact no. John GM? Hmm. Are you in fact John GM? Yes, I am. Okay, just want to make sure it was truth in advertising. Indeed. Well, John, fast lanes in how many weeks now? Uh, two and a half. Are you excited? <laughs> That's not good. Oh well, they have time to make you less excited, so don't worry about it. We'll be back next week with. Another update about how excited John is about Fastlane, and until then, y'all come back now, you hear?
This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.